call to order the meeting of Mansfield Parks Facilities Development Corporation for Thursday, February 15th, 24 at 6.01 p.m. Our first order of business is to recess into executive session. Pursuant to section 551071, the Texas Government Code, the board reserves the right to convene in executive sessions from time to time as deemed necessary during this meeting for any posted agenda item to receive advice from its attorney as permitted by law. And so we will adjourn into executive session at 6.01 p.m. We gotta wait for Chris. My bad. Gavel happy. I'll cut that part out. We'll try this again. Let's go ahead and reconvene into our regular session at 6.32 p.m. Uh, with no action uh, from our executive session, we'll move to citizens' comments. Citizens wishing to address the board on non-public hearing agenda items and items not on the agenda may do so at this time. Sarah, do we have any cards tonight? No. All right. Having no cards, we'll move to number six, the cash flow statement. Mr. Director. Okay, in your package, you have the monthly sales tax comparison, and unfortunately, 9.3% decrease, and this was December, so this is the biggest month, so not a good month for us to have a decrease, but 
Um, still pretty close to our budget appropriation for the year, but uh, a, a little bit of a ding on there. At your place is the actual cash flow report. So first, first round for FY24, you can see the revenue at the top does show uh, we are still using the same 5% for the out months. So if that doesn't continue the sales tax revenue, we, we might need to tweak that. But those out months that you see on there are still based on 5% over last year's similar month. Um, our program revenue is doing well. The interest on uh, the, the revenue that you have in the bank, as you can see, is doing really, really well. We have budgeted 17,000 and already, or uh, 48,000 and our year in projection conservatively is 285,000. So we're bringing in a lot of interest. That's just the way the market is working well with your investment funds. So uh, more than compensating for any dip in the sales tax. And you can see our, our program fees with increases on some of the rental rates and things uh, are doing well. And um, the only thing on our public private partners you'll see is a big league dream. So we do have the third and fourth quarter for 2023 still shown uh, to come in. We have not received those, so we're, we're working on that. But obviously, uh, going to be well under our budget for that, considering um, they they were only here for four or four months of that of that uh, period. Uh, the others are doing well. Expect them to come in again. Hawaiian Falls uh, should be May. Think it'll actually be higher than the 325 that we budgeted, but we always try to be a little bit conservative there. Fieldhouse has made their biannual payment of 250 plus the 100,000, which is the maximum of their revenue. Those two payments came in in January, so there are other. I've got a duplication there. That 100,000 should not be in April. That was when they paid it last year, so that should be a total of 600,000. Apologies. Uh, which is the maximum by the agreement. So that's the most we'll ever receive is 600,000 on that. Um, so, but overall, so we're, we're pretty close to budget on revenue right now. We'll continue to monitor that as we go through. Operating expenses, again, doing well there. We have a number and kind of see the uh, neighborhood park operations expected to go over budget. We just have a number of our positions that are just not in the right budget orgs. We continue to try to work with finance and HR on that. And we're fully staffed now. So what we think is all of the recent hires maybe didn't get put in the right place. So we're working with them on that. Uh, so that's why it looks like community parks is under budget by 100,000 and neighborhood parks is over about 35. I think it's just the way the positions and, the, and where the funding is hitting. So we'll get that. But overall, you can see with the vacancies in the various orgs, uh, about 237,000 savings and operating expenditures. And on the capital expenditures, we're still so early in the year. We're not, we're not showing any variances or savings. We obviously will have some. We have a million dollars budgeted for phase 2A of Walnut Creek. If we get the resolution on that, we clearly won't be able to construct all that trail before September 30th. Uh, and a couple other projects are the same, Southwest Community Park. Uh, but So we kind of loaded those balances in that September. So you'll see some really big numbers. That's just because... Right now, we're still projecting to be at budget, but as we move through the year, those will get the pencil will get sharpened a little bit, but we will have savings, and that will just need to roll into next fiscal year. But even with that, again, ending balance of $6.3 if we completed all those projects as is, doing, doing really, really well. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Any questions about cash flow or the budget? Seeing none, hearing none, we'll move on to uh, item number seven, approval of the minutes. 
your packet has minutes from our uh, January 18th meeting. I've had a chance to review those. Any questions or comments about the minutes? Not seeing any, I'm ready to accept a motion. I move to approve the minutes as printed. Thank you, Lindsay. Is there a second? Thank you, Chris. Any questions about the motion? Uh, those affirming the motion with a sign of aye. 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 Those opposed by nay. It's 7-0 with Raul out today. <clears throat> Moving on to number eight, departmental updates. We've been provided a packet uh, of all of our goings on, A through E. So we got a number of staff here. If you have particular questions, we can uh, certainly bring them down to be able to answer, but just a couple of things related to this and a couple other announcements. You know, sent an email a couple of weeks ago uh, that Amanda Alms is no longer with us. Brian Coatney is serving as our interim assistant director and Coco serving as interim recreation services manager, which is essentially what Andy's old recreation superintendent position was. So we'll be working to get those filled quickly. Um, but uh, in the meantime, everybody's kind of pulling a little, little extra weight. Um, Matali Mandelkar is here in the back. We mentioned last week she'd be starting, but she's our new project manager. So James's team is complete. And just in the first uh, eight or nine days, I know she's, she's already got more than a handful of projects on her plate. So uh, they're, they're moving fast and furious. So uh, happy to have a little bit more support and welcome her aboard. She worked in Arlington for about 10 years, a year or so that I was there too. So I knew her a little bit. Looking forward to that. So you'll get to know her well as we move forward because she will handle a lot of the, these projects for us. So. Uh, and then next Friday, Casey Morga, uh, Cassandra, but she goes by Casey, will start, is uh, Barrett's replacement at the MAC, Recreation Supervisor. So she's starting, Friday's a weird day, but we have traps the following week, and a number of staff are going to be there. So uh, Coco asked if she could start on Friday instead of Monday, just so that she could be there for a couple of days and, and have the reins firmly grasped it you know other others were gone the next week at traps so look forward to Casey starting next week so we will get her in front of you as well and speaking of that so traps is in Galveston the week after next we will be receiving the gold medal and a couple other awards we've got uh, six or so staff are competing in the rodeo I think it's the most we've ever had at the state competition so uh, looking forward to bringing home some trophies there and then our plan is for right now, so council, because of spring break, their two meetings in March are going to be March 4th and 25th. So we're going to try to shoot for the 25th to bring the gold medal here, as well as our CAPRA. We finally got our, our CAPRA uh, award, our actual uh, plaque or whatever you want to call it, um, in late, late December. So uh, we're going to do so a staff event during the day and then have both of those and so we'll make sure you're invited but we'll probably do that in the evening time because that's a, both of those are pretty big deals so i'm getting accredited and as well as winning the gold medal again so we're going to have a parks and recreation celebration night at council on the 25th so you can mark your calendars in between those two meetings march 4th and 25th they're going to do a major overhaul of this of the council chambers so no meetings will be held here so you're march 21st we're going to need to find a new location so just kind of giving you a heads up uh, we obviously can do it in our building uh, and, and be able to record, but we'll, we'll, we're still talking about a couple of possibilities there. But just to give you a heads up that it's 
it's not going to be here, uh, but they're going to have some new technology, and they've already done some painting. It's like, you can already acknowledge it's a lot brighter in here, but a little more technology as well uh, and other improvements. So it will look a lot different at your next time that we're here. Uh, and then just any other questions you might have about the monthly report, we are getting close just to know, let you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have a final draft or a draft report of the BLD assessment from our consultant. So uh, hopefully very soon we'll be able to kind of digest that. They're supposed to break that down in priority order for us as to what it would take to get it operational versus full, you know, uh, remarkable status. So we'll have to, uh, we anticipate it being a relatively good sized number. So we'll have to bite, the, bite those chunks off. Uh, but hopefully in that couple weeks, we'll have something to, to start reviewing and get something in front of you to let you know what that looks like. Uh, maybe at your next meeting. We'll see. But any other questions about any of the things in the monthly report? You can see we got a couple extra projects on there right now. A little bit different format. So uh, Anne's kind of tweaked the way that it, the way that it looks. Uh, took out some of the text on the division updates. So again, staff is here if you have specific questions about any of them. Uh, included a department initiative section, so just kind of highlighted summaries of some of the most important things we've been working on. And then on the division updates, kind of just the key metrics and then the projects. You can kind of see the format of those pages has changed a little bit. At the top of each one of those project pages, you can see the little uh, icons that show that particular project, which one of our Parks and Recreation Master Plan priority or goals that it's addressing. And then on the right-hand side, those are city council strategic initiatives. So most of our projects are actually checking every single one of those boxes, but those are the little icons. And, and so you can see from project to project how we're trying to accomplish our master plan goals and also support the city council strategy. So any additional questions about department updates? I'll go last. I do have a question. Um, the new I think the only thing that we really know now is what was announced in it. It's the stadium deal. Um, so I know I saw a couple of people on Facebook talk about, oh, this will be great if it's, you know, if it's like Frisco. Right now, it is a stadium proper. There aren't any additional soccer fields tied to that. Um, I think their desire is to add more youth soccer fields in the community, but that hasn't, they don't have land or don't have any of those, those uh, negotiations completed. So I think that is their goal is FC Dallas. They want to grow soccer in Mansfield and obtain others. But right now the agreement is for the construction of the stadium and then Rev Entertainment, which is the development partner for the Rangers, will actually operate it. So they, they, they're the ones that brought FC Dallas on board um, for the name recognition, the exposure, and growing soccer in North Texas. So it's about, all, it's about all that I know right now, but I do know their goal is to, um, is to add additional fields. If they did add additional fields, would that be part of our department, or as of right now, is strictly something? Possibly. The way that FC Dallas, all their other re relationships in Frisco and Dallas, they run them, and so they are... In those cases, they're city assets, but the city doesn't program them. So the youth sports groups actually deals directly with FC Dallas. So that that's probably the way FC Dallas would want them. But again, that we haven't had any discussions with them about that. Uh, but that, that that is the way the others work. The other other facilities that FC Dallas has partnered with cities on. So.
the rainy January and February pushed back the bridge project at Walnut uh, at Captain Rose as a knockoff course? Are they still on track? TxDOT? Yes. Uh, I, yeah. I, you know, from the very beginning, we doubted their seven-month schedule and said it would be December, which was going to be 11 months. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I, they haven't given us a timeline. We've asked them a couple of times, and they haven't give us, given us one. So it is TxDOT project, so they um, hopefully within a few months, but. Yeah, it'd be nice if it coincided with the completion of our parking lot project so that as we're moving into the playground, it's a little easier to move around. But I don't know for sure. Have they said what quadrant the new sports stadium is going to be in? Is it going to be in three for us? It is in quadrant four, so it's southeast. Yeah, it's on 360 and Lone Star. Well, yeah, so it's essentially right on the south side of the tracks from Big League Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that Harvest Point development is going to be mixed use, uh, shopping, retail. That's where the High Five Family Entertainment Center is going to go, which is similar to main event. Uh, that one should be breaking ground very soon. I think their goal is to have it open maybe roughly this time next year, early twenty or late twenty four or early twenty five, and then the stadium. I think the goal is to have that done uh, in early twenty six. So those would be the fir probably the first two major anchors in there, but a lot of other surrounding development in that that chunk of land that's in between Lone Star 360, the train tracks, and Holland Road. That entire that entire tract. It will be, yeah. Under the initiative of security cameras, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, are we going to own them? Is the PD going to own them? Um, we discussed about splash pads and cameras. Is this more than splash pads? That's what I was gathering from the, the narrative here. Can yeah, you know? so PD, the only way PD is probably going to be involved, we, we originally wanted to use the same system that they were going to use at their headquarters, but that has not worked out. The vendor, it's just not going to be a good solution. So uh, Amanda has been working with a company called Davidia that does cameras and access technology at the library, the MAC, they just did access doors at, at our building. And so she had received quotes. So I'm trying to pick up those pieces right now. The primary, the priorities for us when we started this was Rosetown, Chandler, Oliver Nature Park, Skinner, and McKnight East, the most heavily trafficked facilities. We have 100,000 budgeted. It's probably not going to accomplish all of those facilities. She did also get quotes for McLennan West and Gertie Barrett. Uh, they're about the same price for a camera system in those small parks that it is for a major sports complex. Um, but uh, we do have those quotes. I just need to pick that up. Uh, some of our park ops guys were involved early on with the vendor, but unfortunately the last couple of meetings it was just Amanda. So I've got to kind of reset the clock on that. But we, we, are, we are planning on spending that 100000 um, We just need to pick the right projects. Rose Park will not be one of them. It doesn't make sense to add cameras now. Um, the locations are going to change just with the construction as it moves around. We have cameras there right now, but putting a new system in place doesn't make sense until we know the exact new footprint. So we'll, we'll focus on those others. I mean, again, Skinner and, and McKnight East have, you know, well, Skinner alone has 6,000 people there on Saturday. So the potential for vehicle burglaries and other things is high when you have big crowds. So that one is a no-brainer. Um, and then the high-traffic facilities, Chandler, Oliver Nature Park, even the splash pads in, in the summertime. So, oh, dog park, that was another one that we have a quote on. 
we have some cameras there, but I think this just kind of upgrade it and put it on the same system. So what will, what will happen is that PD will have access to these, including the EOC that Brian and I were in, Coco were in today, they will have the ability to bring those cameras up. So if there's a reported incident somewhere, they can immediately grab the cameras, see what's going on, dispatch as, as they're dispatching officers if needed to a facility. So they will have immediate access to all of the new new technology. So while it may not be the same vendor that's doing the PD, they will it will be incorporated into a citywide system. And on project number four, the McKnight Park West, um, Matali, I'm not gonna ask you to come talk at the podium or anything, <laughs> but I'm just curious if we're still considering what kind of communication goes out to the residents that are nearby that were, were concerned that showed up that day uh, we're still not to the point to to have community engagement in this. Yeah, so we it took us a while to get the cultural resources plan completed. We still don't have a signed agreement with Parks and Wildlife okay. because they won't sign it until we complete. You know, again, this has federal funding, and so the federal government required lots of extra things. Even after we thought we were done, they came back and wanted the cultural resources plan. We we submitted that in in December. And now they're making us submit the exact locations and design specifications for any potential bridges because of the, you know, the potential impact to the, the corridors. I think there was a little misunderstanding first that we were putting bridges over Walnut Creek. That's not the case. These are small drainage tributaries, the only place we would put bridges. So it shouldn't be an issue, but we're having to kind of speed that up and design a bridge and give them the specifications for them to sign off on it. So they're working on that now. Again, this is one that Matali has inherited. But because this is kind of drug off a little bit, and I think we have till April, is that right, James? Yeah, to get that submitted. The fear of trying to have a community meeting now is if we do it now, then we're gonna literally sit here waiting and then the, the public gets frustrated. I know they might be now, even though they probably are fine <laughs> if this goes away and never comes back. Um, but if we have the meeting and ask for the input and then we don't have anything to update for six months, it kind of looks, looks, looks worse than having the gap now and telling people, look, we're still trying to finalize the agreement with Parks and Wildlife. But once we get that done, we'll be, we'll be going. Studio 13 is still on board. We've, we finished all the surveys, uh, trying to finalize the replats. So all those individual parcels, those individual lots that we'd acquired from flooding over the years will be replatted into one contiguous park. Uh, so all of that work is, is nearing completion, and uh, we're, we're ready to start the design and, and, and probably here within the next couple of months. Same thing on Southwest Community Park. Natalia's even got a meeting set up Monday and Tuesday for us to kind of brainstorm um, the public engagement process for that project as well. So now that we're fully staffed, I think it'll be a little bit easier to, for us to start pushing an accelerator on a couple of these projects. We also have inherited a couple of city projects, so... Um, <laughs> We got fully staffed and James said, can I have another, another project manager? I said, well, you deserve it, but we're gonna figure out how to, how to make that all work. So good problem to have. Any other questions, comments about departmental updates? All right, well, we will move on to number nine board comments. Shelly, I'll let you start off today. Any, any comments today? They are, they're kind of looked at, you know, from the other cities, they're kind of looked at like, 
the Cowboys or the Patriots or I guess now the Chiefs that's like, oh, here they come again. Enough's enough, you know. Dynasty. So let's root against any root for anybody but those guys, you know. Maybe but you get rings, like so rings. maybe so, yeah. <laughs> Nothing, Bob. Any comments? They have it in kind of like the parking lot down on the beach, and so the wind is, is uh, rough. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to 10 informational items. Anything left, Mr. Director? No, I do not believe so in staff staff unless I missed something that anybody wants to throw out there. Okay. All right. Well, we will adjourn our meeting tonight at 6.53 p.m.